3: of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Thirsty Thursday. I'm excited to get back into the swing of things. Reminder, I am not working Tuesdays and Wednesdays anymore. Those are my two days off. So if you're looking for the Morning Bets pod or Market Insights Tuesday, Wednesday, just remember, those are my days off because I'm working weekends, doing the sweat uh, live in the studio at DraftKings in Boston uh, so I haven't seen you guys since Monday, and I kind of miss you. You know why? Because we had a heck of a Monday, guys. 4-0 and plus 3.13 units. Double dipped on the Jets in the under. Didn't have to sweat the under at all. Uh, Jets obviously looked bad when Aaron Rodgers got hurt, but they eked out a win. Thank you to Josh Allen for throwing pick after pick after pick. Uh, but That was a perfect example of primetime dogs and primetime unders, baby. Death taxes and primetime dogs, primetime unders. So it's great to see that double dip hit with the Jets in the under. And then if you remember on Monday, I uh, had the Orioles and the Giants as well. So nice little four and O, little little bust out the brooms night uh, for the team there back on Monday. Uh, so now getting back into the swing of things here, guys. Uh, I have a lot to get to today. Only three bets overall. I have a NFL bet here for Thursday night football. I have a college football dance with the one who Brung you play, including a lot of movement on both the spread. And the total uh, for this big game here tonight between Navy and Memphis, and then also one Major League Baseball bet for you. So uh, only three overall, but today we're gonna use it. You uh, use today not only as you know looking at our sweats here for tonight, but I'm gonna put in a few NFL bets here today, guys. Today's gonna be, uh, and I'm getting used to this new schedule here too because you know Tuesday, Wednesdays, you know those are crucial days looking at. Early movement being dialed in to line movement, how a line open, how it's moving. Looking at you know not only which direction it's going, but when does buyback take place? When does resistance take place? So over the last couple of days, I've seen a few plays here that really caught my eye and our great system matches. We're going to talk about week two in the NFL just in general. It's called overreaction week. Basically, if you played well in week one, and the public they have the you know the memory of a goldfish here. You played well, they're going to want to ride you. If you played poorly, they're going to want to automatically bet against you. So that creates a lot of mismatches here and some good undervalued opportunities. Uh, but I have five bets overall in the NFL that I put in today. Uh, so these are plays that are either on hooks or key numbers, thinking that they're going to you know move, move in one direction, which is why we should grab them now. So five overall, a couple more monitoring, and then college football. Put in a few already. There's four games I'm excited to talk to you about in college football as well. So uh, it's a big day here for Thursday Night Football, college and pro, as well as one baseball bet, and then we're going to use second half of the pod to talk about all of our upcoming games in the NFL, games that have been getting hit over the last few days, games we should jump on now because they're moving, and games that match our systems, which, as you guys know by now, are 90% dogs and unders. Uh, Side note, too, it's a great day in Boston because Haim Bloom got let go as the GM of the Red Sox. Uh, Haim Bloom, uh, his famous last words were, uh, it's going to be awesome, talking about how, all these prospects are gonna come up and the Red Sox are gonna be a juggernaut. Well, guess what, High and Bloom? It's not all about analytics. It's not all about the farm system. The whole point of the farm system is to feed the major league system. So Red Sox, who I'm uh, you know, an- anxiously sweating the over 78 and a half win total here, it's gonna come right down to it. I think they're on 73 or 74 wins. Um, but high and bloom, see you later. Cared way too much about the farm system, made stupid trades. Uh, didn't make any good signings here, and worst of all, he traded Mookie Betts for a bag of balls, uh, which was, uh, again, you know, why let's give up the greatest, you know, one of the best players in modern uh, Red Sox history here and get nothing for him in return. So, see you later, High and Bloom. Good day to be a uh, Boston Red Sox fan. But give me Dave Dombrowski. Give me a, a veteran guy who will trade some of these guys and offset the major league roster. But anyway, that's what everyone's talking about in Boston today. Which, of course, I always come to you. Uh, on the outskirts of Boston. So, anyway, lots to get to, as I mentioned. Three pack of sweats for tonight, talking college and NFL for this weekend. Uh, reminder, a little quick housekeeping as always, if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the visa newsletter. Just go to slash newsletter, plug in your email, hit submit. Once you do that, you'll be on our listserv, which means every morning moving forward, you're going to get our newsletter sent directly to your inbox. When you wake up, make your bacon and eggs and your coffee, you're going to get an email from us letting you know all the big games on tap that day as well as links to all of our articles from our team of analysts, promos for legal sports sportsbooks, uh, links to all of our pods, and just a great way to you know get yourself excited about that day in the betting market, letting you know what's going on at VEASAN, across the market, and, of course, in Las Vegas. Today's newsletter uh, looked at a lot of Week 2 numbers, uh, led off by, obviously, tonight's Thursday Night Football showdown here between the Vikings and the Eagles. So if you haven't done it yet, again, sign up vEASAN.com newsletter. Then if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, highly recommend signing up to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Become a member at VEASAN uh, because what we're going to do is give you all the insights, data, information you need to help you make the smartest bet possible. Uh, So when you become a member, you're going to get best bet picks from us, sent to your inbox multiple times throughout the day from all the guests and the hosts at VEASAN, a live stream of all the VEASAN shows, all the articles beyond the paywall, the DraftKings percentages, all of our betting guides, all included. When you sign up and become a member, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. I highly recommend getting the annual membership. That's the best way to save money. It's 240 bucks. I know it's a lot of money up front, but it's a great value play because it's going to cover you for the entire year. It comes out to uh, the equivalent of only 20 bucks a month. Uh, and then lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is where we pump out great sports betting content all throughout the day. It's also where you can create a gambling community, being able to direct message and communicate with other bettors. Hey, what do you think about the you know this spot for this team? Oh, what do you think about that spot for that team? Uh, remember, we're not here to crush the books and destroy the books. No, the books are a friend. As contrarian betters, we're on the side of the house. When the house does well, we do well, and more often than not, the house does well. It's the whole point of being a contrarian better. So, uh, being able to you know direct message other people, maybe someone who you've never met, but you've uh, you know crafted and you know a DM relationship with, where they give you uh, help help you win a bet you know tonight maybe you come back and help them win a bet a week from now. So uh, that's a great part of Twitter as well. But you can follow us at Live, the mothership, and you can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at vesen.com. So that being said, let's look at Thursday night football, baby. Uh, Obviously kicking off here week two, big matchup on Thursday night, which by the way is on Amazon Prime. So make sure you get your Prime password going. You got your, uh, you know, your, your, um, your logins, your authentications, uh, your uh, you know your fire stick, all that, all that good stuff. i got to make sure I have uh, my uh, prime membership dusted off and ready to go. Uh, but anyway, big matchup here tonight to kick off week two. Reminder, week one was all about, as we expected and talked about, dogs and unders. Unders went 12-4, and 4, dogs went 10-6 and 6 ATS. So what are we looking at for this game? Well, I'll tell you right off the bat, this game tonight reminds me a lot of exactly a week ago, Chiefs and Lions where the sharp line move is going toward the road dog. And it's not just sharp movement. There's injuries at play here as well. So spoiler, I'm on the Minnesota Vikings. I got the Vikings at plus six and a half. Now I think it's very important to shop around because some books are at six, some are at six and a half. So you always want to have multiple outs and go bet your, your game uh, at the book that gives you the best number. Obviously six is a key number, you know, right up there with seven and 3 or You're not quite, but close. So, you know, six point game. You want to cover with the hook here. If you're like me and you're on Minnesota, but a couple reasons to like Minnesota in this one. So, uh, number one, it's kind of a buy low, sell high. The Vikings, they were uh, they lost their season opener to the Bucks. They lost outright as a four-point home favorite. So anyone who bet them in that spot are mad at them. They cost them money. They're gonna be biased against the Vikings. Whereas the Eagles, uh, Belichick screwed me by not kicking a field goal. Thanks, Belichick, smartest football guy ever. Yet uh, I guess is allergic to field goals. But anyway. Uh, that was a win and cover by the Eagles. They won 25 to 20. They're 1-0. and They beat the Patriots and covered as a three-and-a-half point road favorite. So just from the standpoint of Week 2 overreaction, Vikings played poorly and didn't cover and lost. Eagles didn't play that great either, but they won and covered from a betting perspective. So that's kind of my basic angle of you know buying low on teams who didn't play well Week 1, selling high on teams that did play well in Week 1. It's kind of the ultimate, again, contrarian opportunity in Week 2. Uh, But this one's really interesting for a couple reasons. Number one, the Eagles opened this game as a seven-point home favorite. Now, early on, it looked like pro money was on the Eagles. The Eagles ticked up from minus seven up to minus seven and a half. But over the last couple days, as I've been off here, enjoying my new Tuesday, Wednesday day off here, uh, we saw a ton of sharp buyback on the Vikings. The Vikings fell from plus seven and a half down to plus seven, down to plus six and a half, and some books even now down to six. So that's kind of like the Lions. Remember, they went from, Or were they, plus seven, six and a half, almost the same exact thing. I think they closed at, what, four and a half or four. Uh, So not quite as big a move, but same sort of thing. Contrarian, primetime, road, and again, that's the key number. That's the key phrase, primetime dog. I'm moving toward Minnesota here. Now, it's also a big contrarian spot because if you look at Philadelphia, they're getting 67% of bets. They're the big public play tonight. So even if you just disregard the line movement, any other factors here, heavily bet primetime game public's all over eagles you go into any sports bar in america especially on the east coast if you're like me uh everyone's gonna be wearing a jalen hurts jersey uh even did you guys notice this It was kind of funny the uh the escaped killer in uh in pennsylvania he was caught wearing uh guess of course what it was a philadelphia Eagles sweatshirt so even even the uh you know the people who bust out of jail uh, somehow sweat the eagles uh i guess that's a bad joke anyway but whole point being huge public play toward the eagles but yet, the line is dropping toward the Vikings. Now, it's not just smart money going Minnesota here. There's also some injuries at play. You know, this move, the, the line falling away from the Eagles toward Minnesota, uh, kind of coincided with the announcement that three key players on the Eagles are going to miss this game. Running back Kenneth Gainwell is going to miss this game. Starting corner James Bradbury, starting safety Reed Blankenship, and then Nakobe Dean, remember he was from Georgia, he was their signal caller, wore the green dot in his helmet. He was placed on injured reserve as well. So a lot of guys are out for the Eagles. Uh, you look at the, um, the Vikings, pretty much everyone's healthy. So another reason why I'm looking toward the Vikings here tonight. Uh, but aside from the line movement in their favor, again, contrarian in a heavily bet game, only getting 33% of bets. These are the spots we want to bet against the public, these heavily bet primetime games that are nationally televised that everyone is watching. That's where you can extract the most public bias to bet against. But then, of course, guys, you know every play I make, I want to be sharp contrarian, but I also want a lot of betting system matches. Go dig, de- dig deep into the past. Tell me how teams have performed in this situation, and in the spot they've done pretty well. That the Vikings are in, so dogs mentioned it. Ten and six ATS so far this season, sixty-two percent. Road dogs eight and two ATS so far this year. They're four thirty-three and three forty-three uh, ATS, fifty-six percent since twenty eighteen. Reminder: fifty-six percent doesn't sound that great. Uh, But if if you are new to betting, you feel like, oh, that's not very good. But reminder, that's actually really, really good. You know, the break-even point, assuming standard minus 110 juice, is 52.38% of the time. So 56%, that's a really, really good system. Short road dogs, plus six or less. I'm starting to dust off all my old systems, which is great. Uh, They're 6-1 and ATS so far this season. They're 180 and 114 against the spread, 61% since 2019. Conference dogs getting six or less. They're seven and three ATS so far this year. They're two eighty three and one ninety eight ATS, fifty nine percent since twenty nineteen. And then the the mother of all systems here, primetime dogs. Primetime dogs, a uh, great way to go contrarian in these heavily bet one offs. They are two and one ATS this season, and they're ninety four and sixty five ATS, fifty nine percent over the past four seasons. Uh, and then also Kirk Cousins. I was seeing a lot about uh, tweets about how you know he's not great in primetime. But he has, but he is good as a dog getting three points or more. Uh, he's 30 and 22 ATS, 58%. So you add it all up here, guys. This is a play for me on the Minnesota Vikings. You got injuries on the Eagles. The Eagles again are a sell high versus the Vikings are a buy low. Uh, we have a really good contrarian spot here. Tons of system matches, low bets, higher dollars, all matching with the Vikings. So, of course, uh, you know you may have gotten a a better number on this one. Uh, you know, you, if you're super lucky, you got a seven and a half. That was only there for a bit. But you may have gotten a 7, uh, but right now six and a half six. It's kind of between those two numbers. Make sure you you, you shop around, have multiple outs. Again, take advantage of the promos we have in our newsletter, vston.com slash newsletter. But get that hook. My plate tonight is Minnesota plus 6.5. Now, you're also thinking, hey, just auto bet the uh, primetime under, right? Well, I'm going to lay off the primetime under just because even though I love these primetime unders, again, primetime unders now, are 3-0 so far this year. They're 125-80, 61% over the past four seasons. Um, and the unders are 12-4 and 4 to start this year. But my problem with the under here tonight is that it kind of looks like pro money likes the over. Uh, it opened at 48, the total did. It's up to 49, uh, 49 and a half. Even some afternoon money is going over here. So it's just tough for me to, you know, on the one hand, it's like, hey, this is great. Now you can get an under 50, under 49 and a half. You might as well take it, right? Primetime unders have crushed. Well, if you tell me you're just, you know, high watermarking the prime time under, I'm not going to argue with you, but you got to ask yourself, why are you getting a better number off the opener? Well, it's because pro money seems to be going over here. So uh, I'm going to lay off that total. Uh, again, only, only 50-50 bet split, but almost 60% of the money is on the over. Uh, again, if you tell me like the um, – here's the thing about the over. If you want to bet the over, it's just tough now because you're getting the worst of it. It's moved so much. So to me, it's either, you know, take this inflated – you know, under here or just lay off entirely. I'm going to lay off just because again, I'm worried that there's some smart money here that likes a higher scoring game. Uh, so that's a no play for me on the total, but I'm going Minnesota Vikings, baby plus six and a half. Uh, next one up. Just want to mention a couple here. Cause only three bets and we'll take a break, come back with all of our plays for next week. Uh, but I'm going to do a dance with the one who brought you play on Navy Memphis here. I'm going to take the under. Now I got a really bad under 46 and a half this morning on morning bets I'm uh, now seeing this line is up to 47 and a half. I even see a 48. So I got a terrible number on this one. Um, also, I did mention that Navy's getting hit here. Memphis, uh, they opened lane with 15 and a half. When I did morning bets, they were laying 14. Now they're down to 13 and a half. So it looks like there is some respect to money going Navy. If you tell me you like Navy, uh, I'm not going to argue with you. Um, but in and also, if you look at the um, public bet split here, everyone and their mother is on Memphis. Like Navy does look pretty darn sharp. It's just... Again, they opened like getting 15 and a half. Now they're on a 13 now for 13. It's just, again, you're getting the worst of it here. You could say, hey, they lose by 10, who cares? But again, you're kind of missing the value of the number at this point. But again, it's Navy or nothing for me. Um, but I'm going to stick with the under. You know, the reason why I initially like the under is that uh, public was over, yet the smart money was under. It was only 40% bets under, but 60% money. The total fell 47 down to 46 and a half. And here's my angle. Uh, military Academy unders. Navy, um, Army, Air Force, they run the ball, they chew up the clock. And that's a great recipe for unders because the clock is just continuously running. Both teams are big running teams, 185 yards on the ground per game for Navy, 179 yards per game on the ground for Memphis. So that was my angle. Uh, Also, you look at, you know, a double-digit dog here, uh, Navy's going to want to possess the ball, hold the ball, not give it back to this good Memphis offense. So, uh, again, Navy looks really sharp. They are plus 15 and a half down to 13 after 13. Just tough for me now because you missed that key number of 14. Uh, so I'm going to stick with my bad under 46 and a half. Again, this is a dance with the one who brung me bet. I felt like there was a value on the under. Sharps are going against me right now with the line now ticking up. Uh, so if you want a high water market, go under 48, under 47 and a half. That's an option. Uh, but I'm still looking toward the under here again with a military academy rush and chew up the clock under. So I'm on under. A bad 46 and a half. Again, you can get a better number now if you want to sweat that under with me here tonight. And then one more bet for you before we take a break. You know we're not quitting on baseball, right? I got one bet in Major League Baseball. I'm going to go with the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Orioles are at home here tonight against Tampa Bay. It's a big game because you have both these teams battling for first place in the AL East. Tampa is 90 and 57. Baltimore is 91 and 54. Tampa's two games back of Baltimore. Uh, for that number one spot so you know motivation for tampa to catch baltimore baltimore motivation uh to hold off tampa here now the pitching matchup aaron savalli is going for tampa he's seven and three with a 2.96 era meanwhile kyle bradish goes for baltimore he's 11 and six with a 3.03 era Uh, my angle here is kind of a fishy almost a contrarian favorite uh, with baltimore i'm going o's guys i got baltimore Uh, I got them at minus 140. You know, you can shop around. You might find a minus 135 out there. But it's kind of a sharp bet split. You know, public is right down the middle 50-50. Yet, the line has moved toward Baltimore. Minus 130 they opened at at some shops up to now. Minus 135, minus 140. Uh, You're also a a correlative betting favorite low total. Total in this game is 8. There was some smart money that hit the under 8.5 and and now dropped it down to 8. But that would be correlative betting. Favorite low total, fewer amount of expected runs scored, more likely to come from, quote-unquote, that better team. But then also I like that public split 50-50, yet the line's going to Baltimore. Uh, and then also, um, you know, a buy-low-sell high. Baltimore has lost three of their last four. Tampa Bay has won five of their last six. So if Tampa's playing better ball than Baltimore now, why'd the line open Baltimore favorite, and now Baltimore's become more of a favorite? Uh, Baltimore has had their number, They're 6-3 and three against Tampa this year also like that Baltimore has done very well as a favorite off a loss. They're 17-8, 68% this season. And then digging into this pitching matchup a little more, Aaron Savali, who the Tampa Bay Rays picked up from the Guardians at the deadline. He was pretty good at his first couple starts, but in September he's made two starts. He has an ERA of 6.10. Meanwhile, Kyle Bradish, knock on wood, he's been really good. His last seven starts, Baltimore is 7-0 in those games, and he's given up two earned runs or less in six straight. So again, Baltimore has lost three of four. Tampa's won five of six. Yet Baltimore opens as the favorite and has become slightly more of a favorite. I want to back Kyle Bradish here, guys. Let's get to Savali. Baltimore's had their number. Let's have. Let's hope that continues. Give me the Baltimore Orioles. Shop around minus one thirty-five, minus one forty. So for our three pack tonight, a hat trick. I'm on the Vikings plus six and a half. I'm on a bad under forty-six and a half in the college game, and now I'm also on Baltimore at minus one thirty-five. Minus 140. So those are our sweats here for tonight, guys. But we ain't done. Again, I think this is probably how Thursdays will go from now on. We'll start the pods with our game. Uh, our games here for tonight or that night. And then second half the pod is a little catching up to do. We haven't talked in two days, Tuesday, Wednesday. What are the games that are getting hit? What are the games we should jump on right now? Kind of a look toward this weekend uh, on a big Thursday. So I have five NFL bets for this weekend that I already have in pocket that we should jump on right now because these lines are moving and then four college games that caught my eye. So nine overall and the gridiron for college and for pro when we return on episode 902 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena approaching betting from a sharp, data-driven contrarian angle, your buddy Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back.
4: I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question. I promise you have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: If you love sports
0: and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick
3: Are you switching over to YouTube TV this fall to get NFL Sunday ticket? Well, guess what? If you are, that also means you can now watch VEASAN. VEASAN has a 24-7 channel on YouTube TV as part of the sports package. So if you're switching over to YouTube TV this fall, make sure you also check out VEASAN, the sports betting network. All right, everyone, we are back at it. Episode 902 of the VEASAN Market Insights pod. No, I'm not dead. No, I didn't get fired. This is just my new schedule, guys. No Tuesday, Wednesday for me. Those are my days off. Uh, and the whole point being was, when we tried to figure out my schedule. Me and the upper management. Uh, They're like, "Hey, I need you for every football day. What are the sleepiest days of the of the week? Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. So let's make those the day offs. Uh, so that's what I'm doing now. So don't fret. You know, I'm okay. Knock on wood. Just Tuesday, Wednesdays. No Market Insights Pod. Uh, no Morning Bets Pod. Those are my new days off. And reminder, they're my days off because I'm now working weekends. So hope to see you guys over the weekend on the sweat. It's streamliveveasan.com. It's also stream live on uh, stream live on Twitter. You can wake up on Saturday and Sunday morning, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Uh, with my the crew and myself from the Boston DraftKings studio uh, every weekend. So just wanted to mention that as well. So we talked the pod uh, to start the pod. Our plays for tonight. I'm on the Vikings, the under in the college game, the Baltimore Orioles. We got a lot of catching up to do. We haven't really talked about NFL week uh, two yet. Reminder, uh, it's overreaction week. I keep keep stressing this and hammering this because, you know, this is the way the public always approaches week two. They're just making these extreme generalizations on teams based upon a one-game sample. And typically you're never as bad as you look when you lose and you're never as good as you look when you win. So you're somewhere in between. So week two is all about overreaction week. You know, betting against teams, the public's going to want to bet against you if you didn't play well. Public's going to want to ride you if, you if you did play well, but we want to flip that. We want to kind of use that bias to our advantage and take advantage of overreactions here. So that's kind of the overall premise. So that being said, here are some games that I have already gotten down on. To me, these are games that fit that overall model, fit our system matches. Uh, some of these are really, really contrarian. And these are games here that are catching my eye for this weekend. So first one on the board uh, that I've already put in a bet in on. Um, Let me just dial this up right now. It is the Tennessee Titans. Give me the Titans here, guys. Uh, Titans plus three. Now, I jumped on Titans plus three because it looks to me like this thing might be getting down to two and a half. Uh, Titans are at home against the L.A. Chargers. Uh, Chargers opened this game laying three. They pretty much stayed three. There was a very brief moment where they got to three and a half and then came back down. But if you look across the board, it's Chargers minus three. um, Or flip it the other way. It's Tennessee plus three. Uh, at plus or at a uh, minus 115 -120 minus so that juiced up again we always talk about this on the pod but the juice a lot of bettors are don't really either they don't care or it's just like oh juice is bad it's this extra tax commission i got to pay that's true but also there's an advantage to the juice it lets it pulls back the curtain it lets you know as the better which side is taking in smart money and also which direction the line is likely to move next so with the chargers they're all minus 3 at like even money Tennessee's all plus three at minus one fifteen, minus one twenty. So that tells me we might be getting down to two and a half. Uh, so I rode the charge. I rode uh, Tennessee last week at plus three. It was the same exact thing. They fell to two and a half against New Orleans. I'm riding them here again tonight, or sorry for this weekend. Now, if you'll get the um, Tennessee Titans here, they're only getting twenty two percent of bets. I also love that eighty percent of bets are on the Chargers. Yet this line looks to be falling three down to two and a half in favor of Tennessee. Uh, dogs as we we mentioned 10 and 6 ATS so far to start the year Vrabel as a dog 62% ATS he's 24 and 15 ATS in his career here's another system that I love two winless teams in week two take the dog very very simple here Uh, but that system is 42 and 33 against the spread 65% uh, over kind of like a huge sample uh, almost like a, a 15 year sample there Uh, So that's a good system that I love. Again, Publix all over Chargers. looks like it's dropping to Tennessee. Vrabel's covered a ton of numbers. And then also Austin Eckler. I think Bosa might be hurt as well here. So I'm taking Tennessee and the points. That's my first bet in pocket. I'm grabbing it right now because it looks like this might be getting down to two and a half. Give me Tennessee plus three. Uh, Keep on cruising. Uh, Next one up. I am on. Let me just keep this in order. Uh, I'm on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Give me the Jags plus three and a half at home against Kansas City. I uh, like this spot for Jacksonville. I think the auto uh, opinion here of the public is, hey, Kansas City's a great team. They, you know, let us down. You know, if you we were a Kansas City backer, in opening night, but now maybe Travis Kelsey plays. You know, Chris Jones signed his contract. He's probably going to play. How do you not sweat Mahomes at such a short number? So right now, you're currently getting across the market seventy four percent of bets on Kansas City but this is one of those uh, hooks here that I want to grab right now on Jacksonville go contrarian thinking this thing may get back down to three. Uh, So a lot of these books opened, you know, this was a minus three, minus two and a half game for KC. got up to three and a half with all this uh, lopsided betting, but it could be getting back down to three at which point, Hey, I want that, uh, that hook here. You know, if Jacksonville loses by three, I want to cover with the hook here. So Jacksonville is contrarian in a heavily bet game. Uh, They're only getting in the spot, 26% of bets. That 3.5 could be getting uh, back down to 3. Uh, dogs 3.5 or more are or 55% against the spread since 2020. Conference Dogs 6 or less are or 59% ATS since 2020. And then Patrick Mahomes, uh, we know how great he is, but he's not great as a favorite, just 33 and 38 ATS as a favorite. And this Jacksonville team, um, again, played great uh, throughout the, 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 down, the stretch run of last year uh, and gave Kansas City all they could handle there in that playoff game. So I'm going Jacksonville, guys. I'm taking the points. Again, to me, if you're betting these games early or early-ish, I guess Thursday's not that early anymore, but it's getting hooks, getting key numbers before they move. And if you miss a good number, you might as well wait until Sunday and let that late movement kind of tell you where the smart money's going. But I'm grabbing the hook right now on the Jags. I got Jacksonville at plus 3.5, and and this one goes out to my buddy Emerson, who's the biggest Jags fan in the world. Uh, Next one up. Going Baltimore with the hook, Baltimore plus three and a half. Now this one's kind of difficult because Baltimore is a slightly public play. Since he does look kind of sharp, since he opened, you know, minus three, minus three and a half, since he's still three, three and a half. uh, But the beauty of of this one is a lot of Baltimore systems as a dog. So right now, to me, this is another spot to grab Baltimore right now with the hook. There's a bunch of books that are plus three and a half, minus 120. There's some books that are down to three. So I want to get that hook with Baltimore right now. I want to guarantee that I get that hook. Uh, even I don't, you know, I'm not going to, I don't love, you know, buying points, but even if you're at a book where it's, you know, plus three at even money, you could buy it to plus three and a half at minus 120. but shop around. You should be able to find that three and a half, but Baltimore matches as a, uh, this is a big system play. So if you look at um, short road dog, six or less, 61% ATS since 2019 road dogs, eight and two ATS to start this year. But here's where it gets good. Divisional dogs, built in familiarity, knowing your opponent, levels the playing field. They are 57% against the spread the last three years. Harbaugh as a dog, 44 and 30 ATS, 59%. Lamar Jackson, you're, this one you're going to spit out your, uh, your lemonade here. Lamar Jackson as a dog, 10 and 1 against the spread. So, you know, I don't love the fact that, you know, Baltimore is a slightly public play. I think they're getting 60% of bets. You know, theoretically, since he would be the buy low play here. Um, but I have so many great system matches on Baltimore as a dog, you know, Harbaugh, Lamar Jackson, divisional dog, that I got to take the hook here, available now with Baltimore. So I'm on Baltimore plus three and a half. Again, thinking that this uh, may get down to three before you know it. And then two more for you. I'm taking Patriots plus three. Primetime. That's right, I'm going Patriots. I'm a Patriots fan, but I'd bet any team in this spot. Uh, Number one, it is a primetime dog. This game opened miami uh, minus 2.5, minus 3, pretty much staying at 3. But this is another reason why I want to grab Patriots plus 3 right now because a lot of these 3s are juiced up like it may get back down to 2.5. So, again, getting key numbers early before they fall. Uh, Primetime dogs, again, 59% ATS last four seasons. Divisional dogs, 57% ATS last three seasons. And this is just a super contrarian play on the Patriots. Patriots are only getting 18% of bets. This reminds me a lot of... Uh, of that Jets and Buffalo Bills game where everyone was on you know the Bills as a short road favorite, but late movement broke toward the Jets, uh, and Jets were super contrarian as a divisional dog. So I'm going Mac Jones and the Patriots at home against Miami. Again, buy low, sell high, where Miami won outright as a dog last week. New England uh, lost and failed to cover. But I like this key number with the Patriots here. So I got Pats plus three. And then one more for you, and then I'll give you ones that I'm leaning on. Um, I'm going Las Vegas Raiders. Give me the Raiders, guys, at plus eight and a half. The Raiders are on the road at Buffalo. Uh, this game is just a sharp line move toward uh toward the Raiders. Uh currently you are getting uh Buffalo, they open at you know minus nine and a half. Now they're all the way down to minus eight and a half. So why is this line going you know away from Buffalo? It's notable to me because it's right down the middle 50 50. Tells me that the public maybe isn't you know is a little bit concerned about the bills here. And probably should be, although don't want to overreact to week one. Uh, I think the problem with the Bills is the running game. They just don't have any running game whatsoever. And then that makes Allen, you know, try to do too much here. So it's 50-50 bet split. You guys know by now, 50-50, a line shouldn't move at all. Yet this line is dropping toward Vegas, plus 9.5 down to 8.5. I got a lot of systems on Vegas here. Road dog, Conference dog, uh, 6 or less. Uh, or sorry, not Conference dog, 6 or less. Road dog. and then what else do I have? uh dogs three and a half or more that was an angle we played a lot last year 55 percent ats but jimmy g tell me how you know everyone's like oh jimmy g is terrible well the guy wins and covers jimmy g on the road is 20 and 10 ats in his career 67 percent jimmy g as a dog 18 and 5 ats 78 percent josh mcdaniels a lot of institutional knowledge of buffalo having been with the patriots for so long but just make the cap very simple public's down the middle 50-50, yet this line's falling to Vegas. Tells me smart money's on Vegas here. So I put in Vegas plus 8.5. And, and then looking toward um, primetime games uh, for Monday, it's going to be great. We have a double header. I'm looking to get Carolina plus the hook. I'm going to wait that thing out. Carolina plus 3.5. They're at home against New Orleans. They're super contrarian. Public is all over New Orleans. Um, that's kind of an inflated spot. You know, this was an opener of just New Orleans minus 1.5. Now it's, you know, trending up toward 3.5. I'm going to wait for the hook there. That'll be divisional dog, conference dog, six or less, and a primetime dog, all with Carolina. And then maybe my favorite play of the week is the Pittsburgh Steelers at home against Cleveland. Everybody's on Cleveland. Cleveland is getting 80% of bets. They look great. They cashed a huge ticket for us in week one. But this game, the look ahead was like Pittsburgh favored by one because Pittsburgh looked so bad and let us down week one. And Cleveland looks so good. Uh, everyone's on Cleveland and it's shifted all the way. To Cleveland, minus two or minus two and a half. So I'm going to hold out if I can get Pittsburgh plus three. If not, I'll take the two and a half with Pittsburgh. But that is the ultimate buy low, sell high. Sell high on Cleveland, buy low on Pittsburgh. Uh, Primetime dogs. Also have a system here, dog off a blowout loss of 20 or more. Come back the next week. They're 62 against the spread over the last decade. And Mike Tomlin has a dog. He's been great as well, even though wasn't good in week one. So I'm holding out for Pittsburgh, getting a three. Don't know if I'll get it. I may end up taking the two-and-a-half there with Pittsburgh, but then Carolina, I think we might be able to get a three-and-a-half, a couple primetime dogs there. Uh, So just want to let everyone know, in pocket, I got Tennessee, Vegas, Tennessee plus three, Vegas eight-and-a-half, Jacksonville three-and-a-half, Baltimore three-and-a-half, and and New England plus three. Now over to college. Just a few college games I wanted to mention here that caught my eye. Uh, First one is the most heavily bet game of the weekend, LSU-Mississippi. Everybody and their mother is on LSU. Uh, It's a 12 o'clock game, noontime on uh, Saturday. And in this spot here, LSU is ranked number 14. Mississippi State is unranked. But LSU open lane, um, what was it? I think nine, nine and a half. Might have been 10 at one point. Now it's back down to nine and a half. So LSU is favored by nine and a half. I'm going to hold out for a 10. But if not, I'm looking at nine and a half here with Mississippi State. They're only getting 29% of bets. It's the most heavily bet contrarian play of the weekend. Unranked versus ranked opponent. And, again, some of those 10s are now, are now falling down to 9.5. So it looks like that's the key number if you like Mississippi State, plus 10. Got to get the 10. So I'm holding out for that one. Here's one that I just put in officially, uh, Florida. Let's go Gators, chomp, chomp. Uh, looks like a really sharp bet on Florida. They're at home against Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee is ranked 11th in the country. Florida is unranked. Tennessee open lane 7.5. The line is now down to 6.5. So good, sharp movement toward Florida, even though – uh Florida's only getting fifteen percent of bets. Wise line dropping to Florida if everyone's on Tennessee. Tells me smart money here is on Florida. So I got Florida at six and a half. Also Ohio. I'm holding out for a hook on Ohio, plus three and a half. They're at home against Iowa State. Uh this game opens pretty much Iowa State. Uh I thought they were as low as like two. They're all the way up to three and a half, three. Um any three and a half are getting hit by buyback bringing it back down to three. But that one's really interesting because um, in this spot here uh, for Ohio, uh, they're only getting, again, 11% of bets. So it's kind of an overreaction, undervalued spot to back Ohio at home. And, again, I just saw an overload of plus 3.5 smart money hit Ohio, cause this thing to come back down. So I'm looking at Ohio, plus 3.5 at home. Uh, and then I had one more for you, uh, Buffalo. Buffalo is at home against Liberty. I'm liking uh, Buffalo here, plus 3.5. Uh, I actually put in Buffalo plus 3.5. This opened Liberty laying four and a half. Now it's down to three and a half despite only 33% of bets on Buffalo, but almost 50% of the money and Buffalo's 0 and two and Liberty's two and 0. So the public just sees an automatic short number ride Liberty here yet the line's going to Buffalo. So Buffalo plus three and a half. I put that one in as well. So Florida six and a half uh, Buffalo three and a half Ohio three and a half. And I'm waiting on Mississippi. If I can get a, plus, a Mississippi state, if I can get a plus 10. So, That about does it, guys. We just hit on it all. We had our three-pack here for tonight. Just hit on a ton of NFL and college upcoming for this weekend. Uh, Reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights pod or the Morning Bets pod or the sharp reports that I write, or you had a really great Monday with the uh, primetime dog and primetime under, one, could I ask a huge favor? Could you give both pods a five-star review on Spotify or Amazon or iTunes or however you listen to the pods? It would really mean a lot to me, guys. But seriously, if you want to make my day, let me know. You appreciate the hard work that I put in Grinding in the Arena. Then go buy my book. Support the team. Go to Amazon.com. Type in The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It would mean the world to me, guys, if you bought a copy. It's got everything I've learned in the industry. I put everything I've learned into that book. How lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan all included in the everything guide to sports betting. Uh, So if you want to grab one, Hey, it would make me very, very happy. Well, that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic city, twin river in Rhode Island, the brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan sun in Connecticut at the encore in Boston or plain Ridge park casino or MGM Springfield or out in uh, Kentucky where you can now bet uh, at uh, at Churchill downs in person in, uh, in Kentucky and maybe get yourself a nice Kentucky uh, whiskey or bourbon afterwards. Uh, or, of course, out in New York, breaking handle records every month in the Empire State. Or out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point. Or sweating. Sharp Contrain plays with Stormy and the crew at Circa, getting a victory burger, the Mandalay Bay, the Superbook, my two other favorite books anytime I'm lucky enough to get out to Vegas. Wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. I know it's been a couple days, but you're going to flash me a beautiful Zach Wilson Jets ticket as well as a Jets primetime dog primetime under Orioles ticket, Giants ticket. Guess what? First one's on me. Next one's on you. We're going to post about the book. Sweat sharp contrarian plays all night long. So I wish you the best of luck, everyone. Enjoy your thirsty Thursday. We'll be back at it tomorrow for a big Friday. Uh, My parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. Well, smart money, win every time. Of course not, but we are playing a long game. and If we can consistently bypass the games, that don't check off our boxes and get down on the games that do against the public with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some CLV. If we can do that, we're going to be successful sports betters. So enjoy the sweats, everyone. Let's go Vikings. Let's get a low scoring game in the college game and let's go Orioles, baby. It's great to be back and we'll be back at it tomorrow for a big Friday. Uh, So enjoy the sweats guys. Good luck. And I will see you at the window.